generous churches, amen, and uh, we can bless. We recently had um, a pastor, Bogota, apostle from Bulgaria, and we gave $12,000 to help build a school, a small school. It's like a preschool for the gypsy kids, uh, gypsy street children, and the situation in Bogota's church was actually, what happened was, I think 13 gypsies came to his church. Now, gypsies, nobody likes gypsies. And um, one of them was miraculously healed. The next day, I think the next week, within two weeks, uh, 60 gypsies came to their church. 200 of the Bulgarians left his church. They walked out because the gypsies walked in. And that should not be the house of prayer for all nations. And uh, he has a real heart. He says, we are called to be multicultural. All nations before the throne of God. Not just a gypsy church, a Bulgarian church, Egyptian church, Chinese church. We're called to be one. Amen. And that's what we carry uh, at ICC. So I want to introduce some of our guys. Can I ask the whole team to come up? And uh, uh, as I said, a very multicultural team. And I hope you catch this as well. Because we prayed for this. This is our vision. It is our longing for this. And uh, I'm so glad, you know, I've been crying out for all nations. Uh, but uh, recently we've had a lot of the, the PIs come in and we can introduce maybe ourselves. And maybe Sita, would you like to start? Tell us what your name, what you do, and originally where you're from. Sita's and Justin originally from Tonga. Hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, my name's Sita. I'm originally from Tonga, uh, but actually born and raised in Australia. Um, during the day, I am a part-time project manager slash singer. Um, and yeah, at nights on Sundays especially, I worship. Um, but yeah, that's me. Hi. Hi, family. Uh, so, yeah, basically the whole first part of what she just said. I'm her brother. My name is Justin. Uh, nice to meet you all. If I haven't met you already, I'm sure we'll get around to it. Um, yeah, so I'm a, a youth worker in Brisbane, residential care work, working with um, at-risk youth. Um, and, yeah, I, was, I sing as well, a little bit on the side, and worship lead, most importantly. So, yeah, that's me. Hello, my name's Dan. I'm from New Zealand. Um, yeah, what's up? Um, I'm a graphic designer, um, and yeah, I play in loud, heavy bands on the side. Uh, hi, my name is Joshua. Uh, I'm, I was born in India, but I was raised in Singapore, uh, and I came here to study uh, like eight years ago. Um, I'm a psychologist uh, and it's currently waiting for my PR. I think that, that's all I'm doing on the side. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm Leo, as uh, some of you maybe saw me last night. I only changed my shirt, so yeah, that, you shouldn't be confused. Yeah. So uh, I come from Colombia. Um, I work with the church in uh, the community center. I work as a project coordinator. Um, I love singing, more worshiping. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, hi, my name's Charmaine. I'm uh, working full-time as an accountant. Um, I was born and raised in Brisbane. Um, grew up in ICC. So, yep, just been around for a long time. And, um, yeah, so I sing, worship lead. And, and uh, Charmaine's single, and uh, Sita's single, and Tide, uh, Titus, oh, actually, no, okay. <laughs> um, hey, hey, guys, I'm Titus. I'm in my last year of uni studying occupational therapy. Um, I also work part-time with kids with special needs, and I play the drums. Hi everyone, um, my name is John. Yeah, um, Pastor John just mentioned me about, a little bit about. Um, I'm originally from Hong Kong and I'm doing IT for work. And uh, yeah, I play keyboard at church. 
My name is James, originally from Philippines, came to Australia in 2008. Um, I studied architecture, so I'm a registered architect in the Philippines, but uh, I work as um, urban design, landscape design works, mainly mostly in China, so I, I, I fly there like maybe every month, something like that, and then, yeah, that's it. I play bass, and yeah, originally playing acoustics electric when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my name is Davis. Uh, I'm from Taiwan and I came in 2005 and get into ICC in 2007 and I work as full-time uh, international mission in University of Queensland now as a supervisory role. Thank God for that, but I don't know how long will I work there for. Um, but I, I, I'm the sound guy at the back and also connect pastor in the, in the church. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, guys. And yeah, some of these guys like Titus, you know, and Charmaine, they grew up in our church. I knew Titus before he was born. Uh, yeah, literally, I feel like God, no. <laughs> yeah, I knew him in his mother's womb, sorry. So I'm getting old, yeah. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, and um, I'll just get Josh to share testimony, even as we're preparing. The, the team has been, you know, rehearsing and so on. We had... Uh, funerals to deal with and losses and all sorts of things, but we're glad we're here. So this is Josh. Josh, tell us what happened. Um, this is, uh, I'm going to keep this short. Uh, this is somewhat a testimony and a safety warning. Uh, so I think it was, we had a Tim Hall conference last week and the Monday, three days before that, uh, I was using, you know, the cotton bud, a Q-tip in my ear. Uh, and I think I went too deep. Uh, to the point where I felt something, um, it poked something, there was pain. And I heard this whooshing sound, like this shh the whole time. And there was significant hearing loss. Like I could feel like there was, I couldn't hear much out of the ear. Um, and it was really obvious whenever I got into the car or something, when I put the radio on, I could hear clearly out of my right, but, you know, muffled out of my left. Um, and it was, you know, so I was worried because we were coming here and I'm going like, I need to help the band prepare. I need to do my own stuff. If I'm not able to hear like out of a, my ear, that's going to cause some problems. Um, and so it was getting slightly better and better uh, you know, in the few days, but there was still that blockage. And we had this Tim Hall conference uh, where he came and you know, he was praying for healing. I didn't go out for healing per se, but he was just laying hands and imparting people. The first night he was talking about you're having the power of Christ in you, that authority to go out and pray for people and get healing. So he was imparting that over us. And as I got into the car that night, uh, I had that same blockage. You know, there was, it was, I could, when I was listening to music, I had that same thing. And I just felt, uh, I, I was telling God, I'm fed up with this. I don't want to be having this. Uh, I want to get rid of this, this blockage. And I felt just a voice saying, you know, switch to a Christian song and just start singing that. So I switched to this like really praise song, Risen by Israel Hooten. It was just really declarative. I started singing it out. I just started singing, covered my ear and started praying. And I felt this sensation and the blockage just went. And I just went, you know, it's, you have the, the faith before a miracle happens to, you know, you say, yeah, yeah, God, I want to see this. And the second it happens, you go, did that actually happen? And then I'm like checking, I said, and yeah, I haven't been to a doctor since and I want to as soon as I go back to check this out. But I'm believing God that he's healed me uh, and that, you know, I don't feel anything. Uh, and I just want to encourage you that you have the power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is in you. You have the authority to declare healing over yourself and others. You just have to have the faith to believe and speak that out. Amen. Thank you. Wonderful. You're going to hear from James tonight. I mean, the healing power of God and uh, really want to encourage us, the presence of God. We're going to minister uh, in this session at the end, but um, this is going to be a very practical session. Amen. I hope you really catch this and learn this. So we're talking about fit for a king. And um, yeah, I, I really want us to, to get practical so that you can put this into action. Because uh, many times you hear a message and you don't put it into action. And what does the Bible say, right? People of faith, you've got to put it, faith requires action. I'm going to talk about that tonight. Um, but now as leaders, how do we actually prepare? How do we actually be people of the throne room? 
be people where our spirits are on fire. Because there's so many things that come to us during the day, right? During the week, we got problems at work, relational problems, family issues. Um, just last week, even, you know, I found out, oh, my son was, you know, they, he goes to a public school. They're doing cosmic yoga for kids. And I was like, oh, no, you know. So these things, I had to go speak to the teacher. And she was very understanding. So I said, Ethan, I don't want him to do the yoga, that sort of thing, right? And we've had issues. It was even our, one of our kids, you couldn't believe, you know, how bad it was. She's in a public school, young kid in prep. And teacher was going around saying, oh, tell us what's the meaning of Christmas. What is it all about? And, you know, Santa Claus, presents, family. We got to her. She's Christian. She said, it's about Jesus, who was born in a manger, right? He grew up and so on. And the teacher said, you don't, you don't share like that. Don't, don't say that. This is a preppy. Don't say that, right? And says, it's like, that's like taking off your, your pants and revealing your underwear to everybody. Can you believe this? This is a, in prep. One of our own kids in our in our church, I got so fired up, told my mom. My mom contacted the minister as well of education. We, we are like, out of all the answers, she gave the correct answer. Can I say this? If you gossip, you murmur, lies, when it's repeated, get amplified. That was an out and out lie. The father of lies is the devil. We are in spiritual warfare. The church needs to rise up in spiritual warfare. You need to begin to pray, right? And FGA, we are here for a reason because our church is in revival atmosphere. You need to get into revival atmosphere. This church needs to move into that. You have powerful, you are wonderful people, wonderful brothers and sisters of God, but we need the power dimension. Amen? We need the power of God in this church, right? Not just in the church, but when you go out, you lay hands on the sick and so on, amen? So even after the Tim Hall's session, I dropped him off at the airport. Some of you have been to Brisbane. The DFO is five minutes from the terminal. So I stopped at DFO. My wife went shopping at Woolworths to pick up some groceries. I went to the chemist to order something. And it's very natural, right? And I just started talking to pharmacists. I said, you from Malaysia? He goes, oh yeah, how do you know? So where? I said, yeah, I can guess. And he goes, where are you from? Moi. I go, oh, I'm originally from Malacca. And I started talking to him, right, about food, as we Malaysians do. Started talking to him. And then he got busy and his wife came, took over. And then, you know, I just started to share. I said, oh, you know, we just had a great weekend. So, so many healings, the power of God in our church. I said, do you go to church? She goes, oh, my husband, he's, he's a Christian. Me, I'm, eh. Oh, I said, man, you, you, your daughter, I said, we got a great Sunday school, about 150 kids. You got to come in, right? You got to bring your daughter. She said, oh, actually, yeah, we, we've been trying this other church, but we actually tried to go to your church for Christmas, our outreach, right? But I couldn't find parking, so I drove off. I was like, oh, so sorry. So I said, please come to our Chinese New Year. Always invite people. Give the invitation. And then I began to share. I said, you know, is your family Buddhist or background and all that? And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, my father was a Buddhist. But my father was invited to a Christian rally, right? It was a healing evangelist. He came up. There was a girl, young girl, probably seven years old, deaf and mute from birth. And the power of God, the pastor laid hands, boom, instantly healed. And she said, I love Jesus. And my father fell under the power of God, burst out in tongues, right? And that was my sharing, telling people of the good news of God. But you need to have the fire. Because when you don't have the fire, you won't open your mouth. That was the longest conversation I've had with any pharmacist and in any pharmacy. Right? And it was about God. But these, you are the divine appointment. Don't just pray for divine appointments. You are the divine appointment. And when we listen to the Holy Spirit, you'll, you, you'll have the chance. So I walked into another pharmacy at the end of the week, and this time wasn't so good. There was this Malaysian guy, mother had an eye problem, and I was standing there, and I was going, go and pray, go and pray, go and engage, go and pray. I didn't have the guts. I chickened out. 
took my <laughs> script and walked, walked off. And I was like, ah, oh, missed opportunity. Just being very honest with you. I need to overcome that fear as well. Amen? But I resist. I, I shouldn't resist. That was an opportunity. Different pharmacy. <laughs> Another chance to pray. And I missed it. And it's not a good thing. Amen? Um, okay, so you're going. Uh, right. So we need the fire of God. I'm bold in church. I'm actually an introvert. You know that? I... I, I'm the type, just leave me alone. I'm happy in a room. They, they got me a prayer room there. The curtains don't go all the way. <laughs> I'm like, <gasps> insecure. <laughs> Can you finish the rest of the curtain? <laughs> budget, no budget. Praise the Lord. Save, save a meal or skip a meal and you'll be able to afford that extra 60 centimeters. Yeah, shower get a frosting. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for your frosting. But you guys have been wonderful. But you hear what I'm saying, right? The fire of God will lead to divine appointments. Amen? How many of you have experienced a divine appointment this week? Oh, this is where the church... Good. Some of you are very bold. Some of you are very bold. We need to step out in boldness. All right? Where we are at the Gold Coast is um, um, Hubert here. Hubert? Is Hubert here? Where is he? Ah, yeah, Hubert. <laughs> you want to encourage them? You come all the way from Brisbane, they're not here. Ah, yeah. Harold, too. Never invited me to his wedding. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Hubert, right? We're walking on the streets, surface paradise. He sees somebody. And he begins talking to them, sharing the love of Jesus. Can I pray for you? That guy, he's good. I don't know. He looks very serious. Works in the SDA school, <laughs> Seventh-day Adventist. But there he is. Hubert, you're a champion. On <laughs> the Gold Coast, he's praying for people, for healing. He's got boldness. Amen? What a great guy. You need people like that, the fire of God. Get the fire of God because there's going to be signs and wonders, miracles, not just in the church. When the river of God flows, it flows out of the temple. It gets stronger further away from the temple. And that's what should happen. The power of God should be even greater outside the church. Amen? You hearing what I'm saying? No, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've got to cultivate. We've got to lift. We've got to create the atmosphere for the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? And I want you to get that revival. We've got to live in revival. We are designed to burn with the fires of revival. Amen? Praise the Lord. Where's uh, Elishua? Elishua, are you here? There you are. So you're worshiping just now. I saw the hand of God is upon you. This is going to be a breakout season for you. The power of God is coming upon you. And I didn't know you were a worship leader or whatever else, but I saw God has got His hand on you. The Spirit of God is going to break out upon you. And I want to declare this upon you. I see you as a captain in this church. You're going to rise up as a man of God, a captain. You are going to lead people. There's leadership among you. Get into the things of the Spirit. Amen? And you're going to break out. You are a captain in the house. Don't look at him because he's young and look down upon him. There's authority upon him. Where's Nick? Nick, Nick Tay. What I saw for Nick, Nick, what I saw for you is that you, I saw him as a tank captain. Tank commander, not a captain, tank commander. He had the helmet and he had the communication, you know what he called the microphone? Sometimes you don't see him, all right? But this man is a man of authority and God is growing him in communication. Right? He's going to be able to communicate. Maybe you won't see him, but he is a communication specialist. And God is designing you for warfare as well, spiritual warfare. You are to be a pillar in this house, but I saw you as a tank commander rallying the troops. There's authority coming upon you to call people. And sometimes, you know, he's in the background. But tank commanders, do you ever see tank commanders? Not really. They're usually in the tank giving commands, right? Issuing orders. There's an authority, communication is going to increase upon you, and authority in this guy. He is a pillar. Amen? Do you agree? Do you guys agree? 
That's the Lord we'll pray for. Father, we thank you, Lord, for these wonderful guys, the men of God in this house and the women of God. Father, I pray that they will rise up, be people of the throne room, full of the fire of God. Father, I pray, enlarge their faith, stretch their faith, O oh God. Father, let there be a greater depth of the Spirit, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that open their eyes to see in the Spirit, to hear in the Spirit, O oh God. And Father, I pray that dimension, the counselor, the counsel, and the power of God be open upon this church in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Be people of the throne room. Amen? So we prayed the, the names of God, but I want to talk to us very practically in the time that we have prayer patterns. And I'm, I'm going to do a demonstration very soon, but uh, how do we actually start? How do we come before the throne of God in this, in this place? There's a slide error. Okay? How do we actually come to this place? How do we get there in the Spirit? You've got to see with your spiritual eyes. Elisha, remember his servant, uh, the king of Aram, sent an entire army to go and arrest uh, Elisha. And his servant came running in. He saw the uh, Aramean soldiers and said, we're dead. We're in trouble. And then Elisha, very coolly, you know, he just said, Lord, open his eyes. When he did that, when his spiritual eyes were open, he saw the hosts of heaven surrounding them. And they said, there are more on our side. There are more for us than those who are against us. We need to begin to see with our spiritual eyes. Paul actually praises in Ephesians chapter 1, he says, May your eyes, the eyes of your understanding, it's not just about the Word of God, but the Word is made flesh. The Word is the person of Jesus Christ. When you look into His eyes, you see fire in the eyes of Jesus. This is real. When you begin to worship Him, let's begin to worship. Let's go deeper into worship. Focus on His eyes. Let that fire when you get close to a fire, what happens? You catch on fire. You begin to burn yourself. I want you to be people who go to the throne of God each day. And I know it's hard. I don't pray every day. I don't have this time, what I'm going to share every day. And it's not good. But when you do have it, it is fantastic. Amen? So do those times of prayer and fasting. Let's lock into that. Um, we have to keep... That's why Psalm 105 says, continually seek Him, because He knows there are cycles. He knows with their ups and downs in life. But these are some of the prayer patterns. How do we start? Start with the Psalms. I know you're doing the book of Revelation, but <laughs> as Chris said, there's some horrible stuff. One third of the world is going to get wiped out. We laugh. Did you know that the entire East Coast of Queensland, they've just found evidence of a massive tsunami reaching the Blue Mountains. Did you know that? And it's caused not by, uh, it's, ca it's caused by our continental shelf. When it breaks off, it cause, causes the water to shift. So the whole East Coast is vulnerable because of this shift. They found a major cliff, underwater cliff collapses and that causes a tsunami we'll have no warning if it hits us right we're all thinking oh and some of you heard of san andreas right the san andreas fault is nothing compared to the carpathian subduction zone have you ever heard of that go and read the carpathian subduction zone if that happens it makes san andreas look like preschool the whole ring of fire if you say how can one third of the world be wiped out one movement, we're gone. We're finished. We need to live in the fear of God. We are living, whether we have 10 years, 20 years, 200 years, right? I'm already 40, what are we? 45. Are we 45? Oh, dear. Oh, I'm, no, I haven't turned. I'm still 44. I don't know how many more years we have, but say we get to 80 or whatever, my time is short. Amen. Our time is short. Our days are numbered. Let's, let's live it for the Lord. Amen? Let's live it for the Lord. So, you can stay in the book of Revelation. There's wonderful stuff in there as well. Wonderful praise and worship. The call and response and worship between the angelic hosts. Get into that. 
right? You got the IHOP guys coming. They do that so well. But start with the Psalms, and I'll show you how to do that. But then, after the Psalms, I want you to get into the prayer patterns of God. Now, the Lord's Prayer is a wonderful prayer pattern. It's a skeleton, right? So you start off, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. What do we do? Bless the name of God. Call on one name of God each day. He is our Father. You are in covenant relationship. You are in the Father's house. You go before the throne where Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, Come before that place, and then we pray, your will be done. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Don't live for yourself. It's about His kingdom. Amen? So the whole pattern is there. Give us this day our daily bread, and it's to be expanded. These are all skeletons that you have to add flesh through your prayer. And when you pray, right, when we get to the Ephesians 6 armor prayer, the key thing from, and I wonder, I... I almost want to say our entire ministry where I am today because of uh, Pastor Roland's prayer. I went through a, a bit where it's very, I, w- I was under tremendous stress. I wanted to give up, right? I was so, I think Chris knew, um, Roland knew, I was under immense stress, okay? I haven't had blood pressure before, but in the last five years, you know, as senior pastors, you should never, ever transition to the senior pastor role the same time you take on a new building. Never do that. It was stupidity in hindsight. Okay? It was so bad. And transitions are are such a challenge, no matter how good they are. Right? And you guys have done so well. Right? Probably not 100% perfect, but oh my goodness, so much better. Right? I, I... I told my church, I, had I known what I've gone through the last five years, I would not have taken the senior pastor role. I, well, I was thrown into a crucible, and crucibles come, leaders, at times when you're not expecting it. You better learn your lesson very quickly in the crucible and get out of it. Right? God puts you in, and it comes from left field. You can never foresee it. Um, so I thank God that he's brought me through. He sent Raja to preach a message, and this season too shall pass. I couldn't find it in the Bible, but it's a good saying. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I was like, I was saying, Roger, these guys are coming they, with their one-liners, right? It was such a powerful word. Encourage the church. This season too shall pass. No matter what you're going through, he preached us, and our church is like, yes. I was like, yes. And then look, the Bible is not there. It's like, you know, God works in mysterious ways. That's not in the Bible. That's not there. And Chris Ong, cows eat grass. <laughs> That's there somewhere, pastures. I don't know. Psalm 23. And then Chris's other message was, uh, give each other a turn. Powerful truth, okay? Maybe not biblical, but wis- there's wisdom in that. Yeah, but Pastor Roland, this prayer has changed my life in the midst of, I would say, almost depression in that sense. I couldn't see a way out. He said, John, I'll pray this prayer every day. And the key to it was you need to put off the old, like you're taking off your pajamas, and you need to put on. None of you are wearing pajamas except Michael Ting. Where is he? (laughs) Rocks up in his... I was like, Michael, you're in your pajamas. He goes, yeah, it's the choice of being your own boss. Oh. So, oh, Michael, pajama pants. He's not here, so I can get him. <laughs> put off your pajamas. Put on the armor of God. How do you do it? This, this tongue. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Ah, turn to the person next to you. Grab their tongue. I'm serious. You guys are, you have to use this. How do you put off? How does the divine exchange happen? How do you change atmospheres? How do you begin to bring the gospel to people if they can't hear it? You, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Who speaks it? You have to speak it. The exchange happens when you put off. I reject anxiety. I reject stress. I reject negative thoughts. I reject depression. I send it back to the pit of hell and I put on the peace of God. I put on the mind of God. You have to. 
We're exchanging. Please, too many Christians journaling, journaling, journaling. Quiet, quiet prayers. Take authority. The devil at times, you're under spiritual warfare. If you have a dog, right, you don't just go, shoo, shoo. Get! Get out! Kick the dog! Kick the devil. Take authority. Some of you can't even hurt a fly. Shoo, shoo. Like Subi and his weak demons, you know. Come on. We've got to take authority, amen? Even if you don't feel like it, it's by faith, not by feeling. It's by faith. The presence of God is here by faith. You don't have to feel it, right? At the Tim Hall, the first night, Friday night, the tangible presence. I was just walking and said, you know, Leo, I said, Josh, do you feel that? And they were like, oh, we feel the presence of God. It was so strong. Next, on Sunday, I didn't feel a thing. But the presence of God was there. People got healed. Didn't feel a thing. All right? No tingle, no nothing. (laughs) Nothing. But the presence of God was there. People got healed. Praise the Lord. But this prayer, you've got to pray the armor prayer. That's one pattern. I won't go through that. But what is it? The belt of truth. All right? Put off falsehood. Put off all those things and declare, Jesus, you are the way, the truth, the life. Lead me, spirit of truth, into all the truth of your word. I declare the truth of God. I put on the breastplate. Of, I put off all unrighteousness, sin, filthiness. And I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I am the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. I am made righteous. Um, he would lead me in paths of righteousness, Psalm 23. And then the shoes. I, I put off every worry, care. And I put on the shoes, uh, the, the peace that comes from the the gospel of peace. So uh, I cast off every anxiety and I declare the peace of God. Then I take up the shield of faith. I bind, I cast off every unbelief, right? I cast it off. Any doubts, fiery arrows, accusations, I cast them off. I lift up the shield of faith and I declare I have faith the size of a mustard seed. I can remove mountains, amen? And I begin to speak to the mountains. Financial challenges be gone. Father, remove that snake from the church. Father, right? And I begin to take authority. And then what's the next one? I put on the helmet of salvation. The different, was it? The eight mind states, right? I reject, I put off a tired mind and I put on a zealous mind. I will be hungry for the things of God. I put off an impure mind and I declare the purity of mind, pure thoughts in the name of Jesus. You guys know this? You should know it, right? And then what's the next one, right? Mind of wisdom, put off foolishness, stupid decisions that we make in relationships, business decisions, put it off. I want the wisdom of God. And then I take up the sword of the spirit, okay, which is the word of God. That's where you begin to journal, meditate, on the Word of God, and then pray in the Spirit on all occasions, all kinds of pray in tongues. We're going to do that. Now, other patterns, you know that. Let's move very quickly. There are other patterns here. The pattern of the Beatitudes is one, Nehemiah's gates, the Ten Commandments, altars and pillars. There's so many patterns in the Bible. They're all over the Bible, okay? And it's meant for you to pray. So, very quickly, I won't have time to get into this, but the eight Beatitudes, the poor in spirit, blessed are the poor in spirit who realize their need for God. This is humility and brokenness. Realize you can't save yourself. So start with salvation, thanking God. I cannot save myself. You look at me, right? You go, oh, he's a pastor. He's going, no, I'm not. I am hopeless. I'm useless in that sense. But in Christ, I'm more than a conqueror. Amen? There's no good in me. My sin nature is corrupt to the core. Blessed are the poor in spirit who realize their need for God. I need Christ. Whether you're a Christian five minutes or 50 years, I don't care. You still need Jesus as your Savior today. Amen? And if you think otherwise, oh, I'm super spiritual, you need a head check, a heart check. Blessed are those who mourn. Emotional honesty. Really look at where you are. Okay, be honest about where you are. If you're lukewarm, you're cold, admit it and get on fire. Come for the worship, come for the prayer. You should always be there. Come in repentance. Don't think more highly than of yourself. Humble, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Teachability. If you think you know everything already, what's the point? 
I know you have the faith, right? Faith. You are a household of faith. Can I tell you, I, I don't have time to get into this, but faith. F for our leadership. This is how we identify potential leaders. Faithfulness. Are they faithful, Jesus said, in three areas? The little things, money, and another man's. Think about that. Are you faithful? Do you tithe? Are you just tithing on the on what you want to give? Right? You know, tithing in our church, we did the discipleship course. I told Chris, our tithing went up 30%. 30% in our church. We did the discipleship 360. We taught on tithing. I talked about the Hebrew giving as well. I want to challenge this church. There are many people not tithing properly. They don't know how to tithe. Right? You're also supposed to have an offering for the poor. Every th- third offering, there's a tenth they're supposed to tithe. Anyway, there's a tenth, there's a tithe to yourself as well. Did you know that? Do you, have you heard about the Hebrew giving? You haven't? Oh, you need to invite me back. <laughs> Seriously, there are three, four different tithes that you have to learn about. So you go, what? And it's so powerful. Anyway, teachable, faith. First one, faithfulness. A, availability. Some of you have made yourselves this morning available for this session. May you be blessed, right? You need to make yourself available for training and so on. Are you available? Some people are so busy doing the work of the ministry but no time to invest in themselves. This is a morning for you to equip you. I, involved. We look for people who are already involved. Don't wait for the pastor to come and say, oh, man of God, please come and... (laughs) help us in this area. No, you should already be serving. When I went to Chicago, which is 10 years to the, to the day, 10 years, I went to Chicago City Church. You know what? I was the executive pastor. You know what I did? I got onto the sound team straight away. I was mixing sound. I'm the executive pastor of our church. I'm mixing sound and helping run cables and all that. I just get involved. Don't wait for the pastor to come and say, oh, you're the executive pastor. Come and preach. No. Get serving, right? Involved. T, teachable. If you think you know everything, right? We had one leader many years ago came to my father and said, I've learned everything I can from you. And he left the church. I said, how absolutely arrogant, right? You can learn from a donkey, okay? You can learn so much, right? In fact, one of the sermons that I remember on faith was the worst sermon I've ever heard. He just spouted, I was in India for a wedding, This preacher just talked about the distance from the sun, the earth to the moon. I thought, what? He didn't even read a scripture. For 40 minutes talking about scientific facts, I go, this is the worst sermon I've ever heard in my life. But I still remember it. (laughs) I'm going, I can learn from this guy. It was about faith. I was like, oh dear God. You can learn from anyone. Teachability. And then the last one, H, is hunger. Can you remember that? Hunger. Do you have a spiritual hunger? Those who are hungry, like Davis. Davis is so hungry. He's there. This guy's got a, he's going to be a pastor. We know that. But he's hungry for the things of God. He's an encourager. He's there. Get hungry. Amen? So, uh, yeah, sorry. Let me finish this. Hunger and thirst for the word of spirit. Merciful. Release forgiveness. You need to forgive a lot of people. Right now, if I mention someone, there's somebody that bugs you, right? If you look back at your history, you can dig up some hurt. I'm pretty sure. That person who backstabbed you, who did this to you, that, right? Anyone? Anyone here who doesn't have to forgive anyone? Oh, okay, so you know, right? That person that cheated you, that person that did this, said this about you, whatever. When you think about it, you forgive them 70 times 70. Keep forgiving them. Bless them. So as you release and forgive them, I have some people like that guy who left the church and said, I don't need to learn. He was a good friend. Right? Every time I think of him at my heart, I have to forgive him. But I end up blessing him. I pray blessing upon him by the time I forgive him. And you know, the devil can't use that unforgiveness as a tool anymore. Purity of mind and heart. Pray. Peacemakers. Evangelism. Pray for opportunities. Persecutor. Bring the gospel. Okay. Another prayer pattern. Ten commandments. I don't know whether you've seen this, but the first one really is salvation. You should have no other gods before me. It's salvation. Thank God for that He is our Savior. Begin to praise Him for 
Salvation, amen, that He is our God. Thank you, I'm in covenant. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for the cross that you bled for me. You prayed for me in the garden and your sweat was drops of blood for me. That's how God intercedes for us, amen? Thank Him. No idols you sh- and remove all idols. What idols are in your life? What iniquity? Sin is sin, but iniquity is a bent in us, all right? bent. And I know my bent. Sometimes it could be girls, glory, or uh, what do you call it? Girl, gold. Girls, glory, gold. For some of it, it's the law of money, the law of wealth, right? It's not the love of money. Okay, money is not the root of all you. The love of money. You can be poor, broke, and still have the love of money in your heart. Do you realize that? Wanting more. What does money do? Money empowers you to do what you want. The first command in the Satanic Bible is not worship Satan. It's do whatever you want. Money gives you the power to do what you want. And it feeds into self. I can buy this. I can do that. I can do whatever. So I asked my church and I said, if, if you won the lottery and you won $50 million, what would you be doing tomorrow? Pastor Roland? Did you say Cancun? Ah, oh, sorry. Chris just said Disney. No, no, no. He'll buy more shares in Disney. Praise the Lord. Okay, money. So, yeah. Okay, next one. Using the name. Pray the character, the authority of God, the identity. Know who you are. Say, I am a child of God, right? Sabbath, prioritize and worship. Begin to worship Him. Sing a song. Uh, Honor your father and mother. This speaks about family, the basic relationships that we have. How are those relationships? Pray about them. Murder speaks about how, whether we get angry, right? Jesus said, if you are angry with your brother, you've committed murder in your heart. It's relationships with people. Again, forgiveness. Adultery is what? If you look lustfully at a woman, you've committed adultery in your heart. So this speaks about holiness, purity. Okay, then you've got stealing. Thou shalt not steal. Okay, this is a, money is the biggest strain on relationships. Usually one of the biggest strains of communication, whatever. We've got to hand that to God. Trust God. Tithe. Be faithful to Him. Uh, lying. Okay. Gossip, critical spirit, negativity, murmuring. Get rid of that. Put it off. And the tenth is missing. Praise the Lord. What's the tenth? Covetousness. Covetousness, right? You shall not covet. So be content. Pray contentment. Is this good? Okay. Nehemiah's gates. I'm just giving you examples. You go and enjoy God. Just, I'm just giving you some. The sheep gate. Right? Jesus is the gate. He said, I'm the gate. Thank Him again that He is the gate. He is the, our Savior. The fish gate speaks about our commission. Be fishers of men. We're to win fish for God. Amen. Um, so pray about salvation. Pray for those. The old gate. The old gate speaks about our first love, the ancient paths. And it's actually interesting in Jerusalem. The old gate leads to the new section. The new section of the city. So when you practice these old ancient paths that Jeremiah talks about, fasting, prayer, it will lead you into newness of life, right? And you will experience the refreshing of God. Don't lose the fundamentals. The valley gate, humble yourself to serve one another, right? Be a servant. So humble yourself in leadership. The dung gate, get rid of sin, ungodliness, any filth. Confess it before the Lord. Confess it. Speak it out. Amen? Speak it out. Actually speak these things out. Fountain gate, declare, Lord, I enter through the fountain gate, which is the well of Shiloh, which is next by. I pray the Holy Spirit, the fountain of living water will well up from inside of me. I've got a river of life. Sing it out. Flowing out through me. Right? Makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. Pray that river of life. Pray in tongues there. Then the water gate is the word of God is like a mirror. Use it to reflect. It cleanses us. Read, as Subi says, as many chapters as you can. The horse gate speaks about army, spiritual warfare, lining up like a, a, a troop of horses. And then the golden gate speaks of Christ's return. 
Getting to the book of Revelation, he's coming back. It is his royalty. Worship him as majesty. And then the inspection gate number 10. Inspect the troops. Inspect the troops. We have to give an account. God is going to inspect our lives. So the fear of God, right? What are the things we need to see in our lives? Now, moving very quickly. So that's a summary of all of that. Okay? So now I want to demonstrate this. How do we actually start off? How do I do my devotions? And you may do it. I'm not saying this is the only way, but let's do it. I grab a guitar and I'll grab a psalm. Is this mic on? Can I get another chair? Maybe I'll put my psalm. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Let's go to Psalm 105. So I'll start there. I'll start with a song. So if you can't play the guitar, that's fine. But sing something, okay? So I'll start off because the psalm is a book of prayers for God's people. They, they lead us to the royalty, the majesty of who Christ is. Right? So I would start off Psalm 105. Maybe just start singing. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Sing to Him. Yes, sing His praises. Tell everyone about His wonderful deeds. Exalt in His holy name. I declare Your name, O God. I declare You are Jehovah Nisi, our banner. Father, be a banner over this house, O Lord God. Be a banner over my family, O Lord God. Father, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You are Nisi, and I lift up your name as Moses lifted up that rod. I declare you are Jehovah Nisi. Father, you will fight our battles. And this is how I fight my battles. 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 This is how I fight my Search for the Lord and for His strength. Continually seek Him. Father, I pray that I seek You, Lord God. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call on Him while He is near. Father, I call upon Your name, O God. I call upon Your presence, O God. And Father, I want to seek Your strength. Father, I need the fire of Your Spirit. For it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, declares the Lord. So, Father, open my spiritual eyes now. Open our spiritual eyes. We want to come before the very throne of God. You are seated at the right hand of God. I see the seven candles of God, the seven fires of the Holy Spirit manifest the fire of God. Come upon us. Come upon me right now. The spirit of wisdom, revelation, counsel, 
might, power, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. Let your holiness surround me, Lord God. Yes, Lord, I begin to seek, I begin to knock, oh Lord God. Let us seek you, O Lord. Put a desire in my heart to hunger and thirst. I declare a hunger, Lord. I put off, O Lord. I put off carnality. All the worldly desires, Lord, I put it off. And now I declare... Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, I pray, change my lifestyle. Change my diet, oh, Lord God. Each day I'll feast at your table, oh, God. And I'll begin to pray in the Spirit. Can you just pray in the Spirit with me? Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Now, you can pray even uh, the tabernacle prayer where you come before God through the different, the, 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 the gate. You can pray the, the altar of, um, uh, of offering, burnt offerings. That's speaking of Christ. Then the, the wash basin. Then you enter the holy place, the menorah on your left-hand side, the sevenfold spirit of God. Pray the fruit of the spirit the gifts of the Spirit. Then there's the table of showbread where you come before God's Word. Then you stand at the altar of incense before the Holy of Holies. And inside is the Ark of the Covenant, the very presence of God, the angels of God, the cherubim, where God is enthroned. Begin to see that. Can you see that right now? Begin to see that and stand at the altar of incense. Let our prayers begin to arise as incense. Now I'm going to pray something very specific here according to... um, I think it's Exodus. Yeah, I want to read this passage. We're going to pray this. This is a short one. Uh, Moses, God said to Moses, come up here to me. Bring along Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, 70 of Israel's elders. All of you must worship from a distance. Only Moses is allowed to come near to the Lord. Verse 4, then Moses carefully wrote down all the Lord's instructions. Early the next morning, Moses got up and built an altar at the foot of the mountain. He also set up 12 pillars, one for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, I know Pastor Subi has taught about altars, our personal altar, our family altar, the church altar, the regional altar, the national altar. But I realized as I was reading this, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, and he also set up 12 pillars. What are the 12 pillars? They are the tribes. Remember the priest brings the ephod and there are 12 gemstones, right? In the chess piece. Now in that chess piece, it represents the 12 tribes. And I felt the Holy Spirit say to me this week, at your altars, bring the pillars. Remember when they crossed the Jordan, Joshua picked up 12 stones as well the significance in the number 12 so I begin to pray what are the basic things right what are the pillars number one I pray maybe for myself my identity in Christ I then begin to pray for my covenant partner my spouse then I pray number three the third pillar for my immediate family my children and then I pray you know for uh, my church pastors the leaders then I pray for 
the other Connect pastors. Then another pillar, pray for your Connect group, those that you're fellowshipping with. Can we do that right now? All right, so just pray. Pray out aloud. Let's exchange. Let's put off these things. So can we just pray right now? Just I'll just do a declaratory prayer. Amen. Let's pray. Number one, the first pillar. Father God, we thank you. Just follow me. Father God, we thank you that we are in covenant relationship with you. You brought us to your house, the house of prayer for all nations. I declare the precious blood of Jesus over me. I thank you that you have rescued me. You have saved me. I belong to you, Lord God. And my identity is found in you. The second pillar, I thank you for my spouse. If you're not married, you can thank God even for the future spouse. Father, I thank God for my wife. I thank God for my spouse. I thank you, Lord. I bless her in the name of Jesus. Father, I release blessing upon her, favor upon her. And Father, I declare the covenantal blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Let there be increase in her life. Let her grow spiritually. Father, let there be impartation in her life. Activate the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. Help me to be a better spouse, O God. Fill me with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, mercy, long-suffering in the mighty name of Jesus. And I cover my marriage. I cover the marriages here in the name of Jesus. I rebuke and reject all thoughts of uh, uh, divorce, adultery, impurity. I reject it and I put on holy marriage, oh Lord God, set apart for you. Father, I pray for my kids. We pray for our children, our grandchildren right now. We bring them before you. Let them grow in wisdom, stature, favor with God and with man. I declare they will love the Lord their God with all their heart, with all their soul, all their mind, and all their strength. In the name of Jesus, release your mighty angels over them. And I declare the destiny of God upon them. Father, we lift up the pastors right now. Sorry, I lift up the rest of my family, my extended family. I thank you for my parents. We thank you for them, whether they're dead or alive. We thank you. We honor, Lord, the good things. And let us learn from their mistakes. In the name of Jesus, we bless our parents. We bless them in the name of Jesus. We release love to our extended family even. Uncles, aunts, cousins right now. We release blessing, favor upon them. Those that are not saved, can we stand up? Let's stand up. Let's pray right now. Can you just join hands and can we just, just declare salvation upon them? Let's just intercede. Kira baba bashanda, rusanda rabashikarabasanda, kira baroshalabakarabasikarabasanda. Let's just pray salvation upon our cousins, distant cousins, aunties, uncles. Roshalabakatarabasikaraba, rendaramashalabasanda. Let the power of God come upon them. Angels of God, right now, soften their ground, break every idol. Break every idol that's holding them. Break every idol, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let the power of God come upon them. We declare salvation upon our household, oh God. Shake the very foundations, oh God. Those that have been in prison, oh Lord God. Father, even the jailer's family came to Christ. Shake the very foundations of that, the prison that is holding them, O God. We thank you for their salvation. We bind every foul spirit holding people right now. Let's pray for our work colleagues, our friends right now that we see every day. Uni, uni friends, college friends, colleagues at work in the name of Jesus. Break, O God, every hardness of heart. We bind the foul spirits. The weapons of our warfare are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds. We pull down every stronghold. We take every ca thought captive to the knowledge of Christ. Release signs and wonders, words of knowledge, healing to break through in the name of Jesus. Break through in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shara basanda.
Now it says to pray for kings and to pray for, for leaders. Can, we, can, can I ask the pastors, Pastor Roland, Pastor Chris, and the other pastors, leaders of FGA to come forth? Can we just come forth? We're going to pray for you. But can I just encourage you? I heard this testimony. Um, this, this family friend here in Melbourne was praying for a, a, a youth, this girl. And they couldn't break through to her. And this man decided to fast and pray for 21 days. Fasting and prayer. On the 21st day, he was driving in Melbourne. The Holy Spirit said, turn here. Turn down the street. Drive here. Turn left. Turn right. He's going, what am I doing? Turn here. Turn here. And then the Holy Spirit brought him to this street. I can't remember the suburb. And said, stop here. And said, the girl that you're praying for, she was attacked and abused in this street. Word of knowledge. He drove immediately to her house, immediately to her house, and said the name of the street. God has just shown me. He just said the name of the street. Could have been, I don't know, Middlesbrough Road or Lane. She broke down crying right there and said, the Lord knows what happened to you on, in that lane. And she received Jesus Christ and she received healing. 21st day of the fast. Isn't that incredible? Are you desperate enough to pray for your family like that? My father went home, prayed for fasting and prayer. We had idols in the house. He stood at the, he stood at the altar, each of the altars in the house. I bind your power. And he prayed nonstop for how many days? My uncle said, don't you dare share with our mother. She's been a Buddhist for her whole life. Don't you dare share with us. He said, okay, I'm just going to pray. And that's what he did. All the altars in our family. The last few days before he's about to go, my grandmother walked into his room and said, I want to receive Jesus. He didn't even share. Next morning, she woke up and said, burn every idol, burn every altar. We had a bonfire outside in our my grandparents' house. The whole fam, the whole village, Hainanese village said, you're going to die because of that. She lived more than 10 years, praise God. Amen? Isn't that good? Spiritual warfare is important. Let's pray. Can you stretch forth your hands? And let's pray for Pastor Chris and Pastor Roland. Pray for your pastors. Be armor bearers in prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we pray for for. Pastor Roland, Auntie Evelyn, we honor them as founders of this house, oh Lord God. Father, I thank you for my spiritual uncle, Lord God. I thank you for the power and the anointing upon this man and this woman, oh God. Their faith, Father, in the name of Jesus, strengthen both of them. We pray strength, oh God. Success, success, success upon them. Let them prosper, spirit, soul, and body, oh God. Strengthen them, spirit, soul, and body in the mighty name of Jesus. The power of God upon them. Flood them with light, oh God. Open their spiritual eyes that they will be such men of faith like Caleb at the age of 80. More mountains, oh God. More nations, oh God. Father, give them nations as an inheritance, O oh God. Give them nations in the name of Jesus. Ask of me, declares the Lord, and I will give you nations. I will give you the nations in the name of Jesus. Strengthen. I pray the strength of Caleb, the faith of Joshua and Caleb. The faith of Joshua and Caleb upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up Pastor Chris and Mayeno, Lord God. We thank you for this couple. We thank you for their faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, that river will flow, Lord, even in greater depth, Lord. Not just ankle, not just knee, not just waist, Lord. Totally immersed, oh God. But Father, you've given Chris such wisdom, oh Lord God. Faith, oh, and wisdom, oh Lord God, that they will be trees. This, this house will see the river flowing. And this house, there will be trees planted by the side of the river. You cannot plant in the middle of a river. People will be planted by the, 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 the river, amen? 
You cannot plant a tree in a river. People are going to be planted. You are going to be planted by the river, drawing strength from the river of God. Amen. But people are going to experience the river of God in this house. I declare that even through Chris's ministry and Mayen's ministry. But people will also be planted in the Word of God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord God. And we cover the team. We thank you, Lord, for, for Megan, Pastor Weissy, his family, Roger and Denise. We thank you for Jordan and Ruth. Father, cover the whole team, oh God. Every intercessor, every connect pastor, Lord, cover them in the mighty name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, cover them with the wall of fire. Be a pillar of fire by night, the cloud by day, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Fire in the name of Jesus upon the leaders. Can we pray for, for, for the, the Prime Minister? Um, maybe Uncle Roland, if you could, could lead us in this prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for setting up leaders and bring down leaders. It's all at your disposal. You humble Nebuchadnezzar, even though he was so powerful. And we know that leadership is key, it's important. And that's why you've asked us to pray for those in authority. And so we declare your blessing upon Scott Morrison. He's our first Pentecostal Prime Minister of this country. This country, it's at a, a, a very crucial stage in its direction, Lord. This country has dishonored you in many ways. They have turned away from you. We repent on behalf of this nation for all the idolatry that we've allowed in for all the uh, perversion that we have allowed in. Lord, we ask you to cleanse and forgive our nation for uh, turning away from you, Lord God. Just like the Israelites, they turn away from you. And then all kinds of terrible things happen. But we ask you to break, break the curses over this nation. And Lord, we, we see countries like Zimbabwe, destroyed by their leaders. How important leaders are. That's why you've asked us to pray for those in authority. We pray for Scott Morrison, that you will raise him up and you will give him divine wisdom, divine revelation and knowledge and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might be upon him in Jesus' name. Lord God, that the new anointing will be upon him to rule this land. And even in this coming elections, that your favor be upon him, Father. That you will extend his, his prime ministership. That you will bless him. That he, even though the odds are stacked against him, nothing is impossible with you. Father God, shift things. Shift things in the political realm. Bring unity to the Liberal Party. Cause them to stop dividing. And we come against the spirit of disunity and, and backstabbing in Jesus' name in our political system. Lord, may the uh, leaders of our nation be united in Jesus' name so that this nation can be blessed. There can be no blessing with disunity as we read in Psalm 133. Yes. But as brethren dwell together in unity, yes, especially the leaders.